livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, livestock friends, to this edition of Before the Bid. And before the bid, we go to Galesburg, Kansas, for an online sale. That's online sale is going to be through SC Sales, and it's going to be held on October 27th. It is called the SEK Springborn Steer and Heifer Sale. And I'm talking to two gentlemen on this uh, edition here, and one of them uh, does embryo work out at SEK. And the other one, uh, he's kind of the goat guy out at SEK. And so uh, we're going to talk to those guys on this edition. And they are, as I said, having a sale here on October 27th. And so we're going to visit with these guys a little bit about SEK, uh, a little about a couple of the operations that come together for this sale. Uh, And uh, then we're also going to talk these cattle that are in this sale. And so I want to welcome to the to the podcast, Mr. Jim Bates and Ryan Page. And uh, guys, it sounds like things out there at SEK are uh, pretty busy. Uh, we've been trying uh, a couple of days to get it going, and and sounds like things are really busy out there. Yeah, it really has been. Uh, you know, years ago, SEK started as a semen distributorship, and it has uh, moved into a service company and mostly reproduction and cattle and small ruminants. But just like today, Dawn and Clam are in Ashland, Nebraska, doing IVF on cows up there. They go up there every two weeks. And then we have uh, IVF here at the clinic here as well. But, you know, like Monday and Tuesday, uh, these guys were all gone uh, flushing does and and then yesterday, Ryan was uh, collecting bucks, and and so it's been kind of hard to get these calves. Uh, this sale put to get you know get it done and and get get ready to to go here. So, but yeah, it's it's a good thing to have, good problem to have. But we've been pretty busy. So Jim, do they they leave you there when they have to go, and you have to you have to get everything uh, done there and and the cattle work done? Mostly just do the chores, take care of the cows, and do the feeding around here. And uh, any cow work that needs to be done, I generally take care of that. So, Jim, can you tell us a little more about about SEK? Uh, now they they're into the service, and and what kind of services go on there at SEK? Because uh, back in the day, SEK they they sold bull semen, um, and, and now it's expanded uh, a lot from there. Well, it is a lot of service. It's a, a still the mainstay is reproduction. Do a lot of flushing in both cattle and goats. Uh, do some uh, BSEs in bulls as well. But a lot of vet services since Clem came on board. Do a lot of you know just tip just working calves and uh, pregnant cows and and that sort of thing. I mean, there's always something like that going on. There's also the testing uh, part of it, which you test for BVD and Neospora and Yonis, but also the bioprint pregnancy. That's a very simple way of pregnancy testing anything, whether it be sheep goats or, or cattle uh draw blood and send it in and they can tell you within a couple of days whether they're pregnant or not so that's that's grown tremendously in the last few years mm-hmm. jim how long have you been at sek i started in 2006 
I'm I'm in too deep to let to let go. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. And what what do you do? You say you run you run cows and do some feeding, but but what else do you do there at, at SEK and, and SEK Genetics to to make the thing go? Well, I started out with the the embryo transfer on the cattle. That's where when I came on, you know, and and do a lot of the transfers and do a lot of AIs, do some flushing. We had just uh, two conventional flushes there yesterday that we did. That you know, it's kind of like a seasonal in my mind. And so once it cools off here, we expect to get a little busier with that again. But the the IVF thing has really gone strong here in the last couple of weeks, and I think it'll pick up as well. We talked a minute ago that that you're kind of staying with the with the conventional and the, and the IVF is growing. What what kind of percentages uh, are you guys seeing? Percentages maybe IVF versus the uh, conventional. Well, I can honestly say that uh, Clem's rates on his uh, pregnancy rates have been as good or better than mine on conventional. I I feel like I you know right around that 50% mark, but there's he's had a couple deals that were 60% and uh and this is on IVF eggs. So I think mm-hmm. that you know the technology's come a long ways and it's it's a lot better than it used to be and so I, I think in some ways it's got a bad name, but I think it's improving all the time. And uh, they go through Bovatech and and that deal just seems to be working out very well. Are seeing a lot more IVFs these days than you are conventional uh, flushes? Well, here recently, yes. You know, like last winter, I, I don't really know how it would compare. It might have been half and half or mm-hmm. something like that. But the, the IVF is definitely growing. It's definitely, uh, you know, taking hold. And, uh, you know, right now we've got a lot of Wagyu cows. And Don bought some Wagyu cows. And we have several customer cows that they've, they've done one session. And they're going to do another session here in a couple of weeks with, with the IVF. And so, uh, you know... Like I say, it's, it's coming. It's kind of like someone said, it's kind of like computers. It's not going to go away, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really gained in popularity there, or, or I think that, you know, maybe shied some people away originally was the ability to freeze those IVF embryos. Mm-hmm. And you start talking about hold rates and conception rates on on IVF, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, the company we're working with has got about as good a reputation as anybody on freezing those IVF embryos. And, you know, you talk to people around the industry that uh, maybe got burnt doing it or, or just fresh only. You know, they get get nervous on putting those frozen ones in. But Dr. Neely's had a real good real good success putting in those frozens that we get from Bovatech. And I think really has a good reputation if you're going to go the frozen route. Using not only us, but a Bovatech lab. And I think that to us, that's where we've seen a real difference and improvement in the IVF world is, is the ability to freeze those embryos and have success with them. Sounds like you guys are, are really doing some some good work out there uh, with that as well. And yeah, Ryan Ryan Page he steps in, so uh, also have him on the call here. And and Ryan, veterinarian, and and tell us a little about what you do there at SEK. Well, I uh, I came on board originally when we began doing quite a bit of uh, small ruminant work, sheep and goats, and it really started with a you know basic laparoscopic artificial insemination and an embryo transfer do a lot of uh, semen collection anymore it seems like and and things have grown there on the small ruminant side uh, but with that said you know there's a, there's a lot of day-to-day stuff on the cow side you know we always got cows in here getting flushed or IVF and something set up and on shots so I you know fill in the gaps where they need me there but uh, I came on board five years ago and and kind of tried to tackle the small ruminant sector and uh, try to get it going and it's been good 
that small ruminant sector of flushing and, and those sort of things seems like the last six, eight, ten years has just uh, just kind of went crazy. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely boomed, uh, and, and I think that you know people are latching hold. Things are improving, like any industry. You know, technology is improving. Uh, people are getting more comfortable using the technology, becoming more available. So it's definitely growing. Ryan, uh, before you stepped in, I, I hear you do some judging as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So every once in a while, I'm out and about uh, judging some shows. Um, you know, not as much as I'd like to do. But, uh, you know, we get tied up during certain times of the year. It gets tough to get away. But uh, uh, occasionally I'll be out and about judging a show, and, and I enjoy doing it enjoy getting out when I get the time. Ryan, uh, my understanding is, is is you put the pictures and the videos together here for this sale. Yeah, I did. And, uh, I'm, you know, I can take blame for any of those blemishes you see. Or any <laughs> of and, uh, uh, but uh, I can tell you this, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, when we picture cattle here, it's it's fitting it in, to be honest with you, amongst other things on the day-to-day. And so um, I can tell you what you see is the, is what you get in those pictures, and I mean that as a compliment to the cattle uh, because by no mean, means am I a professional photographer. So if, if anybody's out there looking over those, uh, you know, I can tell you that that's, you know, not professional photography taking place there. So uh, I'm okay with admitting that. And I also think that's a, a benefit someone looking online, you know, that, that that's something they can trust. Yeah, they are. Uh, and, and this is not a slam against your abilities at all. But, yeah, they are. What you what you see is what you get. And, and uh, we'll get into those here uh, after a bit. But uh, did you do some of those between – between a goat flush and the next one coming in yeah i mean it was uh <laughs> so you seriously did <laughs> we, we would talk about we would talk about you know man this is a good day to picture the cloud covers right and and we'd like to get it out here this morning and three days later we finally we finally get a calf up and, and, go, <laughs> and it, it's not out of laziness it's just you know it's not a we, we take the cattle deal very seriously but when it comes to uh the clipping and picture and we do have to fit it in uh, kind of some of the other things that help pay the bills right yeah it makes sense so uh yeah and and ryan or, or jim why don't you talk about uh some about the cow herds and the different operations that that come in to uh to make this sale up well, everybody knows Don Coover, and he's had club cows for a long time, club calves, and had quite a few really, really good donors over the years. And some of these go back to some of those donors. Quite a few of them do, actually. And he still has a few of those that are basically descendants of those old original cows. But, you know, we've tried to AI them and keep them up with some of the more popular you know, club calf genetics. And so he's still got some some really good donors out here. And there's a few young up-and-coming donors that, are starting to hit a lick here and there. You know, you get a good calf, and you think, well, you know, you just you just you need to find out how to how to mate her and that sort of thing. It just all takes time, but uh, it's kind of that's the part that I thoroughly enjoy. I like uh, I like the mating, and I like kind of picking out, you know, what's going to work and what's not. And sometimes you get it right, and that's really thrilling, you know. So, but yeah, he's got he's got quite a few of those left, and then he's got a lot of just commercial calves too. Uh, bought quite a few heifers here this fall just to feed up and. Like I say, he had some Wagyu cows, and so we're going to use these as recips as they get old enough to do that with. But these calves that are in the sale are basically out of, you know, some of his that he's had for years. I mean, I could tell you cows going back four or five generations on a couple of them, you know, that are basically club calf bred or animals that he's bought and and uh, had here for quite a while. So 
so myself, I've got some, I've got some registered Angus cows. Uh, I did in the past have had some clubbies as, as our kids grew up and, and, and graduated, moved away. We kind of got away from that and focused more on the Angus. And so most of what we have right now are just the Angus. And, but uh, I still like like this uh, Z0101 cow. Uh, she just kind of fascinated me, and I liked her a lot. And uh, some of these calves, some of the matings that we've had out of her, uh, it's just kind of fun to to play with and see what's what's working and what's not. And so I'll probably keep my hand in that just a little bit, but through some of these heifers and so on. But uh, that's kind of what I've got. Clem, uh, he's got, they've got some Angus as well. They've got some registered Angus. They've also used Simmental in their herd. Him and his dad started, they've got a very impressive uh, commercial cow herd, and he's using a lot of them now. He's using them for recips, and some of these calves are calves that he's raised in his own cows uh, as using his own cows as recips, but he's got a really nice uh, facility, really nice operation up, the, up there, and uh, so I think, I'm sure you'll be hearing more from him down the road, so. How do you guys balance all of this <laughs> where you where you're you're at SEK and you're running like those guys are running 12 hours a day and and then you come home and take care of cows? Well, some some I can't speak for those guys and they're honestly more busy than I am as far as running with the small ruminant deal, but uh, and then Clem doing the IVF up there in Nebraska, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just like you just kind of hit hit a few licks where you can and and there's sometimes you have to put things off and it's always kind of I guess you feel a little bit torn when you've got something going on at home, but you can't deal with it for a while. And then, but then, you know, you get to it when you can. And then that's just, just the way it goes. That's one thing about cows. It's like some, most, most of the time, unless something's sick or something, you can kind of put them off for a day or two and, yeah. and get along with it. So. Right. Take care of job one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And great to hear. Yeah. So, uh, are you guys ready? Uh, you guys ready to go down and, and talk through some of these calves? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, why don't you guys uh, just start out there with the uh, with the lot one and and talk about this one and and uh, we'll just kind of lead on down through there. Well, lot one is the the MAB the Man Among Boys calf out of the Z zero one. He is an IVF calf. Uh, he he just kind of thrilled me the first time I saw him because he's a black baldy and I just like black baldies. But you look at him and then he's got a lot of good to go with it. I mean, he's a big old stout dude. He's just kind of a He's going to be a real easy feeding kind of a calf. He's pretty good natured. There's just a lot of good things about him, and he catches your eye. And that's what I think a show calf has to do. I think you, if you're trying to convince yourself this calf's a show calf, you know, that's a whole different ballgame than the one that sells himself. And I think this calf does that. Uh, so anyway, for me, I, I really like him, and I sell him, you know, we would hope to uh, sell him in full confidence that he will work well for whoever whoever gets him. And the man among boys uh, making a big splash, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he's good calf. He's got great hair. You know, I think the the picture speaks for itself and the the video as well. So, but yeah, he's he's good dude. Yeah, movement. He can move right right through that. Uh, Ryan got a nice shot of him coming across there, and uh, yeah, he's he's a cool dude. Yeah. I, I do feel like you know you talk about animals as a whole, not just cattle, but that are easy feeding and and to, to be honest, I hate to say it this way, but are hard to screw up. And that's one of those calves that, you know, someone, someone gets them home and starts feeding on them. And, uh, and, and I think it's just going to be extremely easy, you know, when their joints are right and their angles are right and still have, you know, the body type and the muscle to go with it. Uh, I, I just think that's one that, uh, you know, some of these, you got to figure out how to feed them and what to feed into them and what to make them look like. And this guy just strikes me as the kind that a kid can take home, do a lot of different things with feed wise and, and, really be hard to screw him up you just keep feeding him and have fun with him right yep yeah yeah 
the uh the lot two is a is a one oak yeah yeah he uh was a uh he's a big calf at birth uh but right now i mean he is a cool dude i don't know how else to describe him i mean he really grabs your attention very stout made great hair of all the calves in the sale he's probably got the the nicest nature he's just real just he's just a pup i mean you can walk up and comb him and and one point in the pictures you know we i, I did that very thing you know walked there and he just stood there and let me let me comb him up and didn't have a halter on him or anything and uh anyway he uh he's going to be real easy in that regard he's a uh, I think he really grabs your attention. He might have the most potential of anything in there as far as, you know, big time shows down the road, you know, like next fall or, or winter. I think he'll be very, very competitive. He's really stout made, uh, free moving, uh, big boned. Um, he really just, you see him, you really, uh, you really appreciate him. He's just a really cool looking calf. Yeah, and he walks across there in that in that video like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty cool, but I don't really get too excited about too yeah. much. <laughs> I can I can tell you as the the guy that uh, pictured those and videoed them, you know, there's seems to me in every sale, and I'm I'm more used to doing small ruminant pictures, but you know, one that doesn't the picture doesn't do them justice, and I can confidently tell you this is the one that as I got done and sorted through pictures, I just I just you know didn't I wish there was one that really did that calf justice, and I think the picture's nice and the video's nice, but I truly believe this guy's better in person. And uh, he's the one that when someone has come in and looked through them in person, you know, it's what's that one? And I was loading some livestock for a guy the other day on a Sunday, and I didn't even show him the calves. And he looks across the pen, and so you know, that's that was those were the exact words. What, what's that thing? You know? And he's the one that stands out for sure uh, when you come see him in person. He's unique, and he's certainly uh, got a lot of cool pieces. Again, another one, another one, young person take home and and love on him and. Keep feeding him, and and uh, they'll be just fine with him. The uh, your lot three, he's a red Angus sired steer. Right, he's a little different bred than most of your clubbies that you see, but but we really like him. And if you watch the video on that calf, he is he's pretty cool too. It's very similar in size to the lot number two calf, uh, similar age and everything. I suspect he'll he'll grow about this about the same as the lot number two. Just maybe next fall, next next winter, he's going to be pretty pretty strong. Um, but but so he's a little bit smaller. But man, he is really really cool. But he's by a. Don had a, an old uh, Red Angus cow that was a, a, a donor for a long time, and her, we call, we just called her Sue. And there's a picture over there with the with the embryos, but uh, that's the same one. And then there was a, we bred her, or she was an ET calf by Detour. That was the sire of this calf. And then and then the cow was a cow that came from Everett Forkner. Uh, Don bought her in Denver. Uh, from Everett and uh, anyway so this is the natural calf that she raised this year and uh, really he's another one that really gets your attention and uh, it, when, I, when you watch that video I think you'll really like him yeah I, I really do he, he is red and stands out and yeah he's really cool you say his mother is the donor his mother is a donor that's right uh, his mother is a main cow that that uh, Don bought from Everett Forkner, and we've flushed her uh, several times. Now, we haven't flushed her, I guess, uh, for a few months here. She's pregnant right now, but we'll flush her, I'm sure, once she has a calf again. So, mm -hmm. yeah. The uh, Lot 4 steer, the One Oak. The Lot 4 steer, to me, just kind of reminds me of a big old awkward teenage boy. He just he <laughs> think one of these days he's going to grow up, and he's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty big and stout, and he is. He is a big, stout calf, but he just – 
they're just something there that just uh, you'd like it to smooth them up just a little bit. But he is definitely gets your attention. He's got great hair. I'm, I'm talking like three, four inches of hair on that thing. He's a pretty good feeding calf. Got all the makings. You just kind of want to see him grow up. And as a fat steer, I'm, I'm, I just think he's going to be he's going to be pretty cool. What's the cow like on him? The cow is uh, SBG 21, uh, so that'd be a smiling bob cow out of the old G21 cow that was a donor for Dawn, and SBG21 was a donor as well, but uh, G21 was a full flush out of a mire, and she was a she was a big cow, but she was very, very stout made, mm -hmm. and so the SBG21 was a very pretty cow, a little more moderate than her mother, and then this calf to come up, when you consider that the sire and the dam are both solid black, and to come up looking full shorthorn, <laughs> it's, you wonder how things work and how genetics hit and match up, but you know, he definitely gets your attention, and, and uh, boy, he's got a lot of good a lot of good to him. Yeah, you would think uh, with the with the mother being being or and the grandmother being a a larger, really nice cow, he's going to get out of that awkward stage. Yeah, yeah, I think he will. So, <laughs> go to the the lot five. We got a crossbred steer here. The lot five again is another one that goes back to some of Don's. He's not the more or less the the popular clubby breeding, but yet it goes back to several of Don's donors. On the top side is Sire is a son of Elvira, which is a big Charlet cow that Dawn has used for donor for quite a few years and had some uh, several calves, high sellers out of her that were went on to be good steers. Uh, and then uh, uh, on his mother's side goes back to 615. There would be a daughter of uh, 615. Of course, 615 was the mother of Irish whiskey. And so you combine all that together. And this calf is just another one that just kind of when he's out there, just good old honest calf. He's a good growthy thing. Uh, I think he'll make a good county fair uh, kind of a steer. We thought, talked about maybe, you know, he might work in a slick shear deal. We're not really in this part of the world. <laughs> you know, we don't do a lot of slick shearing, but he, 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 he strikes me as one that, and I think Ryan too is as one that will uh, that work in that regard, just because he's pretty stout made, and he's I, he's another one that I think when he gets to be a fat steer, I think he's going to be a pretty good looking dude. The uh, yeah, the lot six total solution. He's a calf that's out of an Irish whiskey cow, and we've we've started breeding all the heifers that way. And uh, this calf, he's just full of red meat. You know, he just really is going to be a high cut high cutability kind of a calf, but. Uh, Anyway, so we just thought, well, we'll see. I mean, he, he just, he's kind of a good, we want to have something in there for everybody. And I mean, he's not the, the top of the line, but he's not, not a bad calf either. But, uh, you know, just a good, solid, good calf. we got a County O for Lot 7. Yeah, the County O heifer. Now, these there's several of these that are out of the Z01 cow. We flushed her to County O and on the mark, and we put those eggs in over at uh, Graff Ranch, and they raised them over there. And so she's one of those. And then the, the, the four bulls at the end are all uh, the be, be sibs or half sibs to her. Uh, on the heifers, I want to make note that we, we would like down the road, if a person buys these heifers and they want to flush them, we would like to uh, work a partnership on one flush and where we pay expenses and split split eggs, if, if that's, uh, you know, desirable to the to the new owner. But she's one that's that away because we know, like on her, that the, the genetics are there and we flushed enough cows to... There's some of these cows that come through and they look like a million bucks. And then some of them, if all those genetics are there, it's going to express itself at some point, you know. And so we, we feel confident that these old heifers old, uh, you know, could hit a lick down the road. And so we want to offer that, that if, if, if the new owner wants to uh, to flush them, that, that they can do that. And we, we would mm -hmm. be, be happy to help with that. The county old heifer herself is, is a big old heifer. She's, a, she's going to make a good cow. Uh, again, you know, she's by... Uh, County O, which which I like that bull a lot. 
and uh, and that cow, I like the cow a lot. So I, there's no reason why I don't think that she she wouldn't work as a as a donor down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's also got that that baldy face to her. Yeah, yeah. I know Jim's mentioned a little about the cow a minute ago, but uh, for those those uh, that are looking through and paying attention to the matings there, that same cow's got several calves in this cell, and she had a few uh, that we sold on the SC last spring. And I guess the unique part to me, I was telling Jim the other day, is they have bred that cow clubby. They've bred her to several different semi-bulls, and she works. And so I guess for me, if I was out after looking for heifers or looking for females uh, to build around, I think there's a lot of value in a, in a cow line that works on everything. You know, very few cows work clubby and work semi and work purebred. And this is a cow that's worked no matter what they've done on it. Yeah, you gotta appreciate those versatile, versatile cows, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, and probably do, probably do the same with this heifer, and and maybe go, maybe go either way. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I I think that's probably true. Whichever way you want to go there. Right so. now, is she a high semi. They're, they're going to be measured as half bloods. Okay. So that's that's where they're going to be. They're they're actually going to be measure five eighths if you want to get technical, but I mean they'll be registered as as half bloods. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, lot eight, we got a, an Angus heifer. Yeah, I'm going to talk uh, lot eight and nine together. Those are flush sisters. Those are both IVF calves of Clems. Uh, really nice. The, the really really happy with the lot eight heifer. The 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 well, both of them pictured very well and stuff like that. But they're the kind of uh, that uh, you know. I think you talked about versatility. I think they'd be very versatile, and you could stay Angus with them, or you could cross them up and go semi, and you're going to be good. I mean, they're going to build a base for a good a good herd. They're going to catch your eye. They're going to be the right kind. The Bravo. I don't know if you pay, paid much attention to the Carlo and the Bravo, but they just kind of they kind of bring them back back to the more moderate. Uh, uh, Angus, the, the Angus characteristics that Ang- Angus became famous for, just the easy fleshing, uh, good doing, uh, and maternal kind of a cow. And I think that's, that describes these very well. I think that uh, that smaller heifer, that uh, lot number nine, I mean, she just, uh, she's just a calf, but she looks like she's, she just looks like a cow. And she just, uh, to me, really uh, grabs your attention when you start thinking what you could do with her, because you could cross her up with a, you know, uh, semi and main and or just stay angus and you're, you're going to be good any which way so mm-hmm. and those are two as well that down the road if uh if someone wants to partner on a flush we're we're happy to do that we want to do that mm-hmm. so one of those i think uh in in clem's comments he said he kind of hated to part with her and i can understand why yeah i i can understand exactly why yeah two uh two high quality ones and uh really fancy and and durable um uh, High quality females there, lot eight and nine. Lot ten, we go to uh, heifer here. We got another Angus heifer. Yeah, lot lot ten is a little different uh, Angus heifer than the other two. Uh, she's uh, started by a bull named Sav Supercharger. Uh, she came from her mother came through the Millbrae dispersal, and I, this is uh, belongs to my son-in-law. And when I saw this calf, I asked him if I could put her in the sale because I thought she'd bring something to it. You know, she's the the thing of it is i like something that is kind of well-rounded and she to me she grabs my eye she's very correct and yet her mother has a reproduction uh you know she calved uh like every 300 350 some days or something like that i don't remember what the exact deal was but it was under 365 days for six calves so we know that she's going to be fertile we have a good guess anyway that she's going to be fertile mm-hmm. and so she'll make a show heifer for somebody that'll go on and make a really good cow and so she is another one that we want to offer this uh if someone wants to flush her down the road, we'd like to partner on that deal. 
She's nice. Look at the the bone that she's got working. Yeah. The uh, lot twelve. We've got some got some bulls in here. Yeah, lot eleven is the is the is the first one I believe. It's a one eyed jack bull. That's a that's a bull that Clem raised, and again, it's out of the Z zero one cow. It's by one eyed jack. And as you look at the calf, the calf's solid black, but he's he's very uh, he, he does catch your eye. He's very stout made calf. He's what a good semi calf bull calf ought to look like, I think. Uh, so I don't know which way he'll he'll go. I mean, he could go to a commercial guy or he could go to a, a semi breeder, but I I think he could he could do a good job for somebody. Absolutely agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. big stout, nice bull. Yeah. Yeah, lot twelve. We've got another county O. County O. A full sib to the to the heifer there. Uh, she, he, that calf, I saw him on the cow, and uh, man, I just I really fell in love with him. And uh, so when we weaned them, I brought them home and weaned them. And like I, one of the comments I made that I wish I'd start them sooner, and I, that's certainly true of him. I wish I had just you know spent more time and <clears throat> got him a little fleshier and so on. But in the video, the video is a little fuzzy on that deal. But you can see, I mean, he just glides. He really does, and I really like him. I think they're you know their future for him in terms of. Uh, being a female sire, I don't know how far, you know, uh, we'll go with that. But, I mean, I, I think there's some real potential there. So we did keep a, a third semen interest on that particular bull. Mm -hmm. uh, just as, you know, just kind of watch and see what happens. Yeah, another another good one. Yeah. yeah. We got on the mark there for uh, the lot 13. Yeah, lot 13. That, that bull, you know, he's a smaller statured bull, but he's really stout. He's really a beef bull. He's solid black as well. And uh, he's one there's when you look at him, there's just no doubt that he's a bull. He's just a stout made dude. But the one thing we really like about him is there's so many times you hear about cows being need to be downsized and so on. And I think he's a bull that will really, really accomplish that. Or I think you could take him on some straight blacks and come up with some half bloods that were, you know, some percentage semis that would be very attractive females. So um, I think there's a lot of ways he could be used as well. And he, he appears like uh, some of those steers that he just kind of calm and cool going across there. Yeah, I don't think he's he's, he's not too excitable. He seems to be uh, him and that last. Most of those on the marks are probably the, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the, the one-eyed jack bull. I might say that the county old bull, you know, he's shown us a time or two where he's got a little fire. to get mm -hmm. him off by himself. But, then, you know, with the group, he's just he's just like everybody else. But the on the marks, I mean, they've they've just not shown any expressed any kind of a attitude whatsoever. So, uh, but both those bulls that there at the end, uh, they're they're different in that the the, the way they're marked. One solid black calf. He's the greenest calf in the sale. The the baldy, but I think he's got a lot of future to him. I really do. He's he's very stout made. He's another one I saw on the cow, and man, he just looked really good. But then when we weaned him, he just kind of got a little bit wrung out and just not really. Uh, uh, satisfied with the way he looks right now but i think he's got a lot of potential and just you can see the way he's marked and see what he what he what he looks like and and so hopefully he'll he'll sell himself there yeah what what you see is what you get on this one yeah there uh, a lot of quality there to that one then you guys we we've got some embryo lots here there's uh what are, there are four lots of four lots of embryos five lots of embryos okay there is yeah so the one is the first one is the one oaks out of the z01 I uh, really truly believe that that could be a really solid mating. Uh, that cow's worked every way. We have not had a calf on the ground by one oak out of her yet, but I, I think that the, we actually, I, I think that that'll be a really good, good mating. The next ones, I don't have that in front of me, but I believe it's out of C, CBR 16. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
so that she is a troubadour out of Sue, and Sue is the one that's pictured. But she is, a, we don't have a good picture picture of the CVR 16, but she's really cool. Ryan really likes her a lot. Uh, but uh, we bred her to Huff and Puff, and I think that could be an exciting uh, calf as well. The next one is the out of the IW3. I believe those are the those are the one oaks. Is that right? Yes. Okay, I might talk both them and Texas T. The Texas T's, you know, that's the cow that's she's a young up and coming cow. But uh, we've 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 flushed her for a guy, uh, Chris Comiskey, and uh, went American. And he just recently told us that he had a couple of females that were really good in that regard. She is an Irish whiskey, of course. And uh, but he's had a couple that, that have sold real well and they look good. And and so we're excited about what she can do. And, and she raised one natural calf here. But uh, <clears throat> I feel like uh, there, there again, she's not really a, a proven donor, but I think she's going to pleasantly represent herself here by these flushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one there is an Angus. Uh, and it's, a, it's another one that she was a beautiful show heifer. And uh, so we, we uh, bred her to the Conley Express, and I think that that'll be, a, again, a, you know, I think it'll be a, a very good mating. So those are, the, those are the eggs that we have in the sale. Are, are these eggs, uh, are, are we able to uh, put those in uh, there at SEK? Yes, absolutely. Sure can. Okay. Are you guys doing any kind of, of reset program? Uh, at all where you'll where you'll make pregnancies and and uh... we've done some of that we've had several requests for it it gets a little bit uh difficult in some of the deals like there's a you know uh, one of the people oil graph ranch where some of these semis are raised you know they, they've done quite a bit of the custom calf raising but they won't do uh club calf embryos they'll only use uh you know purebreds and so, uh, but then we, we get, we, I think that there'll be some opportunities represent or present themselves here down the road, but uh, I can't currently say that we have an option where we can put eggs in. We have a couple of people that are waiting for us to get that worked out. And so I'm hoping that by this next spring, we can mm-hmm. come up with a couple of places where we can either do a custom calf raising or, uh, you know, we can sell a pregnant reset. Mm-hmm. So give you guys something to do around there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give you guys more to do. Sounds like that's what, exactly what you guys need. Well, Jim, uh, Ryan, anything else about this sale, uh, about uh, about pickup? Can they come see these cattle? Tell, give us, give us just a little more uh, about that, if you would. Yeah, so we are we're having a preview here on Saturday from eight to eleven. And uh, calves will be out and calves will be ready to look at. And we sure want to invite anybody by that uh, can make it to that. Obviously, if someone's rolling through and can't can't make that work, you know, we'll have some other options. They can stop in and look at them. We don't want to, sh- you know, scare anyone away from that. But we do have that preview for Saturday morning and sure want to invite everybody to that. think that uh, some of the famous cinnamon rolls that Jim's wife makes will be there. And uh, so if nothing else, come come get you a cinnamon roll. But they can preview them there. Uh, we'll have them split, you know, where the, the steers and club calves are in one pen ready to look at and kind of, you know, by type there. So uh, easy for people to swing in and look at. And that's Saturday the 24th uh, of October. And, again, the sale uh, on SC sale is October 27th. So I uh, want to invite everybody to go see those. And, and the sale is currently posted, uh, no matter when you're listening to this, before the 27th. Uh, the sale was currently posted, and so I was going down through those as, as these guys were talking those. So I want to encourage you guys to uh, to get on those and uh, uh, get on there and, and look at those. And what about, uh, I guess, what about pickup and things on these cattle? 
Are they, you guys going to have them all at the same spot? Yeah, they'll all be at the same spot. But, uh, you know, we'll work with anybody as far as, you know, we've done some delivering and stuff like that. We'll do it where it's convenient, where we can. Obviously, there's, you know, natural limitations of, you know, time and space. But, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll help in every way we can. If we can find a ride, we will. If we can bring it ourselves, we will. Or if you can get it yourself, just whatever works for you. Meet you someplace, uh, you know, just whatever works. Okay. Well, uh, guys, I appreciate your time. One, I guess one more thing uh, before we go. Is there anything else that we can really look for that you guys can, can talk about? Anything else that we can really look for through SEK and, and SEK Genetics? They're always, uh, you know, if you know Don very well at all, he's always uh, he's always expanding. He's always growing, and he's always uh, pushing the limit just a little bit. But anyway, he... Uh, uh, you know the the goat thing is is today, and I I honestly don't know what what will be tomorrow. We've got some wagyus in here now. That'll be the next thing I think that he's going to go push and pursue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know I I I don't know. Do you? Don't... Well, I think that uh, you know a lot of this stuff in the grand scheme of things, you know, there's bigger, larger companies out there, but we kind of take the philosophy here that you build it and build it right and they will come and it's kept us busy uh doing it that way and so as far as what to look for in the future you know obviously conventional embryo work we've done and been established for a while but man every day the ivf uh the ivf business grows the the small ruminant sector continues to grow and uh so uh nothing that we that we haven't already had you know up to this point i don't believe but there's uh i think that we kind of take the approach that we're going to just continue to do business and do it right. When people come here, they know they're going to get an honest business uh, transaction. They're going to get someone that cares for their animals while they're here and uh, it's going to get done right. So we just take that philosophy uh, of doing it and do it right. And, uh, and people continue to come and we've been busy. So uh, that's just, uh, I guess something we're going to stick to. Right. People appreciate honest business and, and honest guys to do business with and, uh, appreciate that and and you guys what a what a good lineup of of cattle here 19 lots here for the uh, sek genetics springborn steer and heifer sale uh, on on sc online sales on october 27th so again uh, i want to invite you guys to do that there's phone numbers there that uh, you can get a hold of these guys if uh uh, if you can catch them uh, on their run. So, uh, Ryan, appreciate you stepping in here and, and uh, taking a little time out of your day. And, and Jim said he had to pull you off of, of doing some stuff there to, to get you in. But, uh, man, I sure appreciate uh, appreciate you guys coming on and, and uh, telling us about the operation and, and telling us about these cattle. Well, thank you, and we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. This is first time we've done this, but I hope maybe we stumble through and maybe it'll be all right. So, right, no, I I think you guys will you guys will be great, and uh, so I appreciate it and and look forward to uh, working with you guys here in the future. And and again, just uh, want to wish you good luck on this sale here on October twenty seventh. All right, thank you. All right, well, and we want to thank you guys for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's 
beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.